to experience an unpleasant truth. America must choose to build a future or obsess about the past to be a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. Use your aggressive feeling. Embrace anger, chaos, and truth, but in the shadow of lies. Let the hate flow through you. Together we can choose a different path. Join me. Together, we can rule the galaxy. Our nation of fear, division, and of darkness. Break me down with all of your hatred, and your journey towards the dark side will be complete. Embrace anger, thrive on chaos, but in the shadow of lies. So this is how liberty dies, with thunderous applause. Across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea. Three hours of bold truth, excellence, and optimism for America. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program is on the clock. A very special warm welcome to those of you who've downloaded the Wendy Bell Radio uh, podcast. A million of you and growing. Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, if you can share us, like us, follow us, give us a five-star review, give us some comments. We love hearing what you guys think, and we appreciate you being part of our family. You know, it's, it's about time that the uh, pendulum start coming back the other way. And I wish it was longer. I I wish things could be faster in progress. Why does it seem to always take at a minimum two years for insanity to run amok before reality sets in and settles the score? Take this Scott Smith guy, right? I don't know the first thing about Scott Smith. This is the father whose daughter was raped Inside her high school bathroom. When I say I don't know the first thing about him, you don't need to know the first thing about him. How would you feel if your daughter was raped by a boy at the school who the school was falling over to protect because he alleged he was trans? And they lied and they covered it up. And so Scott Smith went to a school board meeting where they were going to be talking about this fluid nature of sharing spaces. (laughs) Think back when you were a little kid. Would your parents ever allow you to sleep over at the house of a friend of yours who was of the opposite sex? Even if you guys guys grew up as neighbors, boys and girls didn't intermingle. It just didn't happen. You didn't ask. It wasn't it wasn't going to it wasn't going to be okay. Now we're just going to say, "Meh." He says he's a she even though he still has a penis. I think they should all totally change in the same spot. That makes perfect sense to me. This is the insanity of the world in which we live. And this pendulum finally, two years later, coming back a little bit as the Virginia governor, Glenn Youngkin, pardons Scott Smith, pardons the man 
who was arrested. He was arrested at a school board meeting because he stood up to say, stop doing this. You know what happened to my daughter? And they lied to the people in attendance at the school board meeting. Glenn Youngkin saying something brilliant and necessary. And he said it with Shannon Bream yesterday on Fox. I'm going to get to it in a minute, but this is the story from ABC. The father, and this is the headline. This is where you have to be, you have to be vigilant. You have to be aware. And this is where waking up and seeing all of the signs is super helpful. This is the headline pertaining to Glenn Young and saying to Scott Smith, my man, you never should have been charged with anything. You're totally pardoned. You did nothing wrong. Your daughter was assaulted. And they lied. And then they threw the book at you. A similar playbook in many capacities here in America. Virginia governor pardons man who's arrested a school board meeting galvanized conservatives. Now, if ABC News thinks that the The arrest of a dad whose daughter was sodomized by a dude pretending to be a chick in the high school bathroom and then the school lied about it, covered it up, and the superintendent lied about it and covered it up, and you think that only galvanizes conservatives? If that only galvanizes conservatives, Houston, we've got a much bigger problem. Then the left is already dead. The humanity is already dead. Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin announced on Fox News Sunday he had pardoned Scott Smith of his disorderly conduct conviction stemming from the June 2021 incident in which he was literally tackled because at school board meetings now we have police officers. Why why do you need why do you need a police officer at a school board meeting unless people know what you're doing is tyrannical, insane and contrary to every fiber of common sense? in our bodies sense is not common on the left these are the same people who think people can identify as house cats and because of that we should have kitty litter boxes in our high school bathrooms really according to Loudon now which is a news outlet of some nature in Loudon County Virginia Smith threatened to kick out the teeth of deputies who dragged him away from a Loudoun County school board meeting over a state-mandated protection for transgender students. We're not going to protect your daughter. She was anally raped by a dude wearing a skirt. Shut your mouth. You are now handcuffed. We've wrestled you to the ground. Your shirt is jostled up. Everybody can see you. We're going to create the image of you as being a lunatic, unhinged dad. When every single person paying attention is like, wait, what happened to his daughter? And then they dragged him away. Wouldn't you say that you, I would say far worse than I'm going to kick your teeth out. Oh boy, you mess with one of my kids? I'll hunt you down. I probably would have dropped something more along that line. I want you to hear though, what Glenn Youngkin said yesterday. And I'm not so sure this was supposed to be. This was some pre-recorded or, or rather planned in advance conversation. It just so happens, I believe, that he had pardoned Scott Smith earlier in the day. Glenn Youngkin had. He speaks truth to sanity. 
This is a governor who seems to be operating in the realm of Realville, and we're going to juxtapose him momentarily with the lunatic leftist wacko First Amendment and Second Amendment grabbing governor of New Mexico. All right. So this is a governor who lives in Realville. Go. We, we are in contact with him. And in fact, I, I spoke with Mr. Smith on Friday and I had the privilege of telling Mr. Smith that I would pardon him. And they, we did that on Friday. We we righted a wrong. He should have never been prosecuted here. This was a dad standing up for his daughter. And just to remind everyone, his daughter had been sexually assaulted in the bathroom of a school and no one was doing anything about it. And in fact, it, it took the election of a new governor, me, and my directive to our attorney general, Jason Miaras, to investigate this, to uncover the fact that the superintendent had in fact covered it up. And he was immediately terminated when the final report from the grand jury was issued. Uh, Mr. Smith did what any father would do, what any parent would do, was stand up for their child. And, and, and even worse, what then happened was the perpetrator was moved to another school and sexually assaulted another young woman. Um, this, this was a gross miscarriage of justice, and I was so pleased to speak with him on Friday and be able to issue a full pardon for him. Isn't this just the, the left's way? Let's just move pedophile priests from one affected parish to another. We're going to take you out, and instead of saying, dude, you've got issues, you've got psychological issues, one, you're never going to be a part of kids ever again, right? But it's the system, the system of perverted social justice whackery. Transgenderism is a mental disorder, okay? Talk to, talk to adults, who've gone through transitions and they're like, yo, ah, this is not something that I would recommend. It is a journey. It is a long journey. It is not a journey that solves any problems because mutilating your body doesn't fix what's going on inside, particularly not if you've been groomed by a disgusting adult or raped in a bathroom stall. That Scott Smith has to be pardoned is as offensive is what will be necessary when Donald Trump is reelected. And it will be the pardoning of January 6 protesters who didn't break anything, who didn't burn anything, who didn't hurt anybody, who got ensnarled in a setup. Or people like Enrique Tarrio, who weren't even in the zip code. The unraveling, the undoing of what these lunatics have been doing, the machinations of which must be in play now. That's why that Project 2025 was so important to us from, from the conservative groups. We've got a plan. We're going to fix this. We are on it and have been. That to me is very alluring. We still have to talk about this ridiculous power grab by New, New Mexico's wacko attorney or um, governor who thinks that your amendment rights, your first, second amendment rights are not absolute. No right is absolute, in fact, she says. And so like a typical, typical liberal, she's doing something that squeezes the freedoms of the law abiding in a state in this country under the guise of safety. And an, uh, an emergency magic wand to wave as well. We're going to set the table for you. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program.
So it almost sounded like the folks who own Liberty Safe, with the immediacy that they jumped on that fiasco, where it was reported they gave the feds the code to get into a January 6th defendant's safe, gun safe, and everybody went bananas, people at least freedom-loving Americans who believe in the right to bear arms and to keep them, to be law-abiding citizens and to have privacy, to keep the freaking government out of our lives, right? We went crazy. Liberty Safe fired back. They're like, look, this is what we're going to do. We thought it was pretty reasonable. We're going to destroy. If you want to be added to the database where we have an override code for your code for your safe in the event that you forget it or you pass away and your, uh, you know, your survivors don't know the code, they can get in touch with us. We can give them an override code or we can not have that at all. And if you lose your code, so be it. That's on you. We thought, okay, that was kind of timely until this broke. Liberty Safe scandal. Parent company exposed as major donor to gun control Democrats. Liberty Safe, this is on the Gateway Pundit. Liberty Safe, which describes itself as America's number one heavy duty home and gun safe manufacturer has come under fire after a report revealed that its parent company has donated almost half a million dollars to pro-gun control Democratic officials. Now, those two ideas are not congruous. Freedom, we would never trample on your freedom, and giving money to a Democrat is not working. On Wednesday, Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk shared some FEC filings on the social media platform X that show that Liberty Safe's parent company, Monomoy Capital Partners, has donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to Democrats. He wrote, I pulled the FEC reports on the company, found approximately $400,000 over the last 10 cycles of maximum donations to Democrats. Liberty Safe's current CEO, Justin Hillenbrand, was a founding partner of Monomoy and donated $4,600 to Obama for America, Kirk added. In a news release, Monomoy Capital issued announcing its acquisition of Liberty Safe in 2021. It called the move, quote, another great example of Monomoy partnering with a branded, market-leading consumer products manufacturer that has garnered an enthusiast customer base throughout the company's history. Among the many donations listed, (laughs) oh God, the most notable were to Democratic Senators Raphael Warnock of Georgia. Why did he need donations? The cheating apparatus of Act Blue was well in place for that dude. John Fetterman of Pennsylvania, another winner. And Mark Kelly of Arizona, also former Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes of Wisconsin, all of whom have expressed support for gun control. Even though John Fetterman was running after a black jogger with a shotgun in his town, but whatever. Barnes lost a bid to unseat Wisconsin Republican Senator Ron Johnson in November. Thank God. Charlie Kirk's report comes as Liberty Safe is already facing fierce backlash for giving the FBI the passcode to a customer's safe. Nathan Earl Hughes of Fayetteville, Arkansas is the guy. Apparently alleged involvement in January 6th. Very interesting facts here, ladies and gentlemen. People are trying to represent themselves as one thing or another. 
except in the case of New Mexico's governor, Michelle Luan Grisham, who decided to wave her tyrannical magic wand of emergency power and claimed that a spate of gun violence, which has been particularly deadly among young people in Albuquerque specifically, because of that, she is using her powers vested in her as the governor of New Mexico to take away law-abiding citizens' ability to conceal, carry, or open carry their lawfully bought firearms. So the argument, I guess, is this. If you restrict lawful people from carrying firearms for self-defense, that's going to make gun violence perpetrated by criminals who illegally get their guns, either by breaking in, stealing, or on the streets, that somehow that's going to change the amount of gun violence in New Mexico. Well, of course not. She's not stupid. She's testing the water. I'm going to put my toe in right here. It's just too dangerous. Too many people are dying. Too many kids. Says the woman whose party believes in abortion on demand. And the mutilation of children at a young age. Really? Let's walk there together, shall we, ladies and gentlemen? There's just oh so much to unpack as members of the government try to seal your freedom. Thank God we're paying attention. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. This headline from PBS, New Mexico Governor Issues Health Order. Suspending right to carry guns in public across Albuquerque. Now, New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is either a moron or she's dangerous. Now, if she's a dangerous moron, now we've got something else to talk about. And I have a couple audio sound bites of her. She's trying to, she's trying to use emotion to trample on your freedom. Too many people are dying. Kids. I don't know a single gun that has ever killed anybody, ladies and gentlemen. I've never known a gun to get up on its own, load itself, get ready to go and pull the trigger and kill someone. There's always somebody behind the trigger, Michelle, and you're a bright woman. I hope so, at least for the sake of New Mexico. And the folks there are not taking this sitting down. Here's the story. New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham on Friday issued an emergency order suspending the right to carry firearms in public across Albuquerque and the surrounding county for at least 30 days in response to a spate of gun violence. Who does not pay attention to the rules? I'm going to go with criminals. Who doesn't follow the law? I'm going to go with criminals. Yeah, I'm going to go with criminals. I'm going to go with people who just suck in general. Yeah. Who does follow the rules? Well, people who go get trained. People who consider carefully the pros and the cons of being responsible for their and their family's protection. People who feel far more confident being trained themselves, spending the time 
getting the training, buying the ammo, getting the targets, finding a teacher, going to the range, belonging to a club, etc., etc. I'm going to go with those are the kind of people who I want all around my orbit. Not Michelle Luan Grisham, though. No, no, no. Because too many people have been dying, we're going to make sure nobody carries a gun. This is like Mayor Kinney. Kenny, Kenny, whatever the hell his name is in Philadelphia. We're going to put up a sign here, and it's going to have a gun. And the gun has a circle around it and an axe, a slash through it. No gun zone. Because of all the indiscriminate murders of people. Thugs are doing this, Michelle. It ain't the conservative mom of three down the street. Who's got a nine millimeter in her waist because she doesn't trust you. This is because of the government demonizing the police, by the way, Michelle, and giving all, all access to criminals of every stripe to go do whatever the hell they want. You can go steal, just try to keep it under 950 bucks because it really fudges up our taxes. Okay, okay. The Democrat governor said she expects legal challenges but was compelled to act because of recent shootings including the death of an 11-year-old boy outside a minor league baseball stadium this week. Was that a law-abiding citizen, Michelle, who, who bought that firearm at a gun store, who then got it registered, who then got a concealed carry permit and went through the background check and all that stuff? Is that somebody who's... Is that who killed that 11-year-old, Michelle? Or was that some gangbanger thug? Well... Albuquerque Police Chief Harold Medina said he would not enforce the new emergency order. And Bernalillo County Sheriff John Allen said he's uneasy about it because it raises too many questions about constitutional rights. You think? So, so several children in a short period of time are the victims of gun violence. Restricting law-abiding people from defending themselves doesn't solve that. It's an idiotic premise to a problem that they've exacerbated. And I love that, as a Democrat, she's clutching her pearls about an 11-year-old boy's death. No 11-year-old should be shot and killed. Talk about the root of the problem, Michelle. Get Kamala on it. Root of the problem. Starts at home, Michelle. The carving out of dads from families... You guys, your party's the one that's all about abortion on demand. You want to pretend like you care about the sanctity of life? No, you don't, because if you did, you wouldn't be out there promoting abortion on demand up until the moment of birth, Michelle. If you really cared about life, you wouldn't support wacko ideologies indefensibly promoting that children as young as 12 ought to be able to supersede their parents and go off and run to a sanctuary state and have their penises chopped off, Michelle. But you're right, guns are the problem. Watch it, sister. Two audio sound bites for you as she's going to try to explain herself. I've got to do something. I have to do something. Using... A constitutional power grab in response to an emotional trigger isn't going to sell us, Michelle. Here she is being asked by a reporter. 
you realize that you're trampling all over the Second Amendment, Second Amendment right? Go. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carrying license? With one exception, and that is if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. Ah, again, there it is. It's all based on safety. Remember, 22 years ago today was the biggest opening of the door into this wacko police state because we were scared. Keep us safe. There are terrorists all over the place. We need you to protect us. There's no way for the government to keep you safe. But there is a way for you to protect yourself. And when asked about the trampling of the Second Amendment, do you really think that by telling the law-abiding people out there that they can't carry guns for 30 days, just in Albuquerque, you know, it's like a vaccine. We're going we're gonna to have an ever-mutating virus, but we're going to force you to take this shot even as it bleeds over into another variant. Okay, because that makes sense. Do you really think that that's going to do much? Is this going to deter criminality? What do you think, Michelle? Listen to the question. Listen to her answer. Go. Yep. Do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets for 30 days? Uh, no. But here's what I do think. It's a pretty resounding message. Wow, it's a message. Way to go. Man, you're such a leader. What a woman. Like, I really, I hope she checked enough to buy. Is she, what boxes does she check, right? I hope it sends a message. Well, it did. And defiant gun owners are refusing to obey her edicts here. And police saying, nope, they're not going to enforce it. Big fail there, Michelle. A number of law enforcement agencies across the state pushed back hard against the governor. Albuquerque Police Chief Harold Medina said flat out he will not enforce it. What's this remind you of? 15 days to flatten a curve. Mm. 30 days to stop the gun violence. Mm -hmm. Really, that's the answer? This is it. This is Governor Tom Wolf when he was still governor here of the land before time. It's not safe yet. Another 90-day extension of my emergency powers. (laughs) Well, see, your tyrannical power grab doesn't supersede the constitution and so you had to love the view the videos that people took of all sorts of people open open carrying one dude's got an ar-15 around his you know his shoulder the other guy's got a leg strap with a holster right all these people gathering in whatever a town square is in albuquerque saying nice try sister ain't gonna happen do you know what you don't see at that gathering of people open carrying with their guns? Violence. Violence. You know what they don't leave behind either when they're done? Trash. Garbage. And you know whatever never breaks out when all of these people are together? Antifa. Violence in any way. 
right and Brock's right. Antifa. A.K.A. the feds. The feds. (laughs) Black Lives Matter. Any other militant group who gets the soft pass. You go do what you got to do. But you law-abiding gun owners, I don't think so. The whole emotional thing is ridiculous. Because if they were serious about stopping gun violence, I could name 50 things that we would start first. And 48 of them begin at home. The fact of the matter is the Democrat Party is the party that does not care about life. They use your children as mechanisms, as tools to seep even more into the fabric of the American family. To turn upside down very basic, old-fashioned, but tried and true traditions. That there's a mom and a dad, and I don't care if it's two moms and two dads, but there's a family unit. And the family unit works in concert to teach kids right from wrong to do the hard work of parent parenting right but in the democrats world eh, you can abort that eh, you don't need to stay with that eh. why rise up and be responsible eh. right all right when we come back i've got this Did you guys watch the U.S. Open at all? Did you see (laughs) the unfortunate thing ESPN had to report on regarding Novak Djokovic? It was Moderna's shot of the day. (laughs) The beautiful irony. We got to leave with a smile. I've got it for you coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Tell me what's on your mind. All right, so what's on my mind is a little bit of a conundrum. I can go one of two places. I can take you to Joe Biden's new re-election ad. It is hot. It it's is, hilarious. It is spicy. It is hard-hitting. You want to start with that, and then we'll go Were to Were they Novak. going for the humor aspect of I, it, too? This is what Joe Biden, whomever is managing his, his quote-unquote re-election, this is the ad that they dropped over the weekend to get you fired up about four more years of Joe Biden. Go. It was the first time in modern history. Very significant moment on the world stage. That an American president went into a war zone not controlled by the United States. A nearly 40-hour journey in and out of Ukraine. President Biden left Washington, D.C. at 4 a.m. on Sunday. He landed in eastern Poland and then took a nine and a half hour train to Kyiv. He entered Ukraine under the cover of night. And in the morning, Joe Biden walked shoulder to shoulder with our allies in the war-torn streets, standing up for democracy in a place where a tyrant is waging war to take it away. Air raid sirens blared as the two men walked together. In the middle of a war zone, Joe Biden showed the world what America is made of. That's the quiet strength of a true leader who doesn't back down to a dictator. Biden, president. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Yeah, and he gave him $135 billion. When they say Joe Biden president, is that to remind us all? I don't know. 
Kamala Harris isn't even mentioned. No Harris. Harris is no, you know, it, it's like Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried. Well, where's Roy? There's no Kamala. She's gone. Joe Biden, he traveled 40 hours. He took a nine and a half hour bus trip or train trip, but he screwed the people on Maui and East Palestine. What a leader. Vote Joe. <laughs> Text one zero, right? What are we doing? That is hilarious. There's nothing domestic that they can say. So they say that him going and meeting with freaking Zelensky and giving him an empty check, a blank check, that is what is a leader. What's, what <laughs> kills me, too, is they play the air raid sirens. We know that to be false. Exactly. The, the, the mainstream media there even admitted none. it. There were no air raid sirens. Oh, for the heavens I sakes. think we should write him a domestic one. You think so? I think we should. All right. Well, with all of our free time, maybe I'll get my best people. Maybe we can get Kelly to do it. We'll get our voice guy, Kelly Pigeon, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, you hear the bombs. That's it. That's it. Okay. That's the economy exploding. <laughs> that's you've, you've just thrown it down, and I'm picking it up. Okay, so here's the deal. Gotta love this on Outkick.com. <laughs> I was not watching the U.S. Open, but I love that Joe Biden and his lunatic loser administration gave, you know, Novak Djokovic the eh, when it came to coming here for the two, uh, 2021 and 2022 U.S. Opens. He wasn't vaccinated. Guy said, I don't need to be vaccinated. I had COVID. So he comes in this time and he wins. And this is what they have to say. This is the Moderna <laughs> shot of the game. I love it. Uh, oh, boy. Well, we'll take you to the Moderna shot of the day. And it was saving the, the match point. point. Oh, the match. match point to get to number 24. There were a lot of shots that were highly impactful. But here's the final one. The Moderna shot of the game. Another day at the office. Suck it all, you people who didn't allow him in. Woo! I thought that was hilarious. Novak Djokovic won the U.S. Open Sunday. ESPN broadcasts the entire tournament, including the championship match. And, of course, one of the biggest sponsors of the tournament is Moderna. Which means you. Yes. Which, of course, means that he's not vaccinated and he just gave you the shot of the game. And I love this. I just peripherally was looking at the top 10 pharma drug ad spenders for 2022. Oh, boy. The breakdown of the top 10, let's see. Uh, hopefully there's a list. One, spend $491 million. Dubixent. I got to get to the big ones, of course. Rinvoke, $425 million. This is from AbbVie, I guess. NDVO is $370 million. You've got Pharma, you've got Pfizer and Moderna. How many billions of dollars do you think? Let's see. $8.1 billion last year, all told, but in they the don't pharma even, industry. All told. They didn't have to advertise. The government did it for them. The government did it for them. 
100% right. Let's see if I can get down to any of the big ones. But this is where they all are. All of these names that you're going to know. These are the ones that scare the liver out of you when they have the ad. My life wasn't wasn't the same until I started taking blah, blah, blah. And then the person whose voice is sped up, who's like, side effects include blah, 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 a certain death, blah, 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 anal bleeding, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right? Herpes. Death is not a side effect, by the way. That's a solution. No, I mean, seriously, this is where we are. I just thought it was fantastic that Moderna's shot of the of the day came from the guy who said fungu to all of the shots and didn't come for the two U.S. Opens. And everybody was ticked because he's the greatest player in the world and he gets to have the final say and the last laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what? Today is an important day, yes. However, you are commemorating 22 years ago, wherever you were, whatever you felt, however you carry it with you, you cannot deny it is why we must never forget what they have done to us and to never, ever let it happen again. I'm Wendy Bell. We'll see you back here in 21 hours. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Peace. Peace.